0: Presenting, channeling Eric's Hour of Enlightenment.
1: Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday night. We are here live. We are here. um, Unfortunately, Elisa's not with us tonight. It's me, Michelle Gray of The Healing Heart. And Elisa has a, a little bit of an under-the-weather situation going on tonight, so she's not joining us, but I tell you what, we do have somebody very special that's joining us tonight. And before I introduce this person, I just want to tell you, well, actually, no, I'm going to introduce this, Sarah Kajawa <laughs> and her son in spirit, Adam, and it's A, So, so this is how she writes it, and she'll explain to us why. But it's capital A D A M ad And the very first time that I met Adam. Now I had known Sarah um a little bit like through channeling Eric and um I had met her the first time that I went to Houston. I met her at um I think it was the Shining Show at Carrie's house. And oh, yeah. Sarah, you were mm-hmm. teaching at that that time. I think that was the first time I met you, but we also have worked together I'm doing group healings and a couple of events with our mutual good friend Denise Ramon, who's also a medium many of you know on Channeling Eric. So I absolutely love this girl. I love what she does. I love her story. She is so special to the Channeling Eric community. And when I went to my last trip to Houston, and so this was a year and a half ago when I went to um, go to Elisa's house, Eric's, Eric's home to film for the documentary, um, introduction to Adam was, well, first of all, I flew on, get this, everybody, on Spirit Airlines, okay? <laughs> which is so yellow. I flew on yellow. Spirit, which was yellow, and, and, and Sarah will explain to us why that's significant. And that was my first introduction. Sarah waited there for me and picked me up at the airport, and Adam was right there, and he was full of vinegar and speaking and and all kinds of things. And then as I got off the plane to come home, I remember my husband and I were going out to dinner with my kids, and this great big yellow pickup truck pulled out in front of us, and I took a picture and sent it to Sarah. And I'm trying to remember what the plate <laughs> said, but it said something like, oh, it's something like, um uh, oh, you do you. That's what it was. It said you do you on the plate, oh, and that's I that's knew right. who it was from. Yes. I knew who it's from. So without further ado, I won't keep going on telling the stories <laughs> because Sarah will have to spill you guys all in on why that's all significant. But um Sarah's going to talk about her journey and, of course, Adam, uh, her son in spirit who transitioned from a work-related accident in 2014. She's going to talk about how her journey went and the discovery of how Adam and her help others heal. And the wild popul- <clears throat> popular group on Facebook called doing grief differently so I'd like to introduce Sarah Kajawa and Adam Yay! Well, well thank you Michelle
2: what a great intro thank you so much I forgot awesome. all about I forgot all about me picking you up at the airport right we took that roundabout yes. way going to the restaurant that's right that's right um, so that's right yes that was, my, that was a great day yeah it was a lot of it was a lot of fun and we ended up going out to lunch at some Mexican restaurant too before you left mm-hmm. to fly back out mm-hmm. yeah that's right yeah, yeah so, um, that's great. Right. So Michelle has been in my life for the past um, three or four years, and uh, so many of us know each other from the Channeling Eric blog, and many of us um, have disconnected or started our own groups and ventured out. So, um, And I'm sorry that Lisa's under the weather, but we want to send her lots of love and healing energy that she's feeling better. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, my journey, I met Lisa about eight or ten months after Adam passed. So that was all divine timing there. Uh, my, son, my son's sudden um, exit from the matrix was January 9th of 2014. Uh, I always knew he was going to have a short life. I knew it from the moment he was born. I didn't know what to do with that information. I didn't know where to, to even research or to understand. So I just took it on because of my uh, Catholic upbringing. I took it on as fear-based, worrisome, I am going to somehow control this, fix this, you know, the whole guilt of I need to somehow protect him more so than my daughter because I just felt this almost like a psychic sense that this is going to happen, but yet I wanted to have the control over it. Because of my upbringing, Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that that we each have our own soul's journey, that we can't control another's journey. But it wasn't until – Oh, after he passed, it all started kind of connecting, and I felt his presence pushing me. Um, of course, my mm-hmm. life completely fell apart that morning that we got the knock on the door. And there were many days, weeks, and months that, you know, I was um, riddled in fetal position, but I knew that mm-hmm. there was something bigger and broader out there. I didn't know that I needed to release beliefs, hindering beliefs, because when you're in a belief system, that's all you know. And yeah. you don't question it until you get pushed to question it. So mm-hmm. my journey began, um, actually, my, my mother passed a couple of weeks before Adam was born. So that pushed me into asking more questions about the afterlife. But same thing, I was getting signs from her, like repeating her hospital room number being repeated in my life or getting um, phone calls on the landline where it was just, you know um, static in the background different things like that and then it kind of dissipated so wow. so i felt yeah that was my validation but i never knew to question it i thought okay she's just you know made it to the pearly gates you know that type of thing
1: and um and right when my dad passed
2: right in 2005 same thing i was getting signs it was always coins, coins and other different mm-hmm. things from him and then right But it still, it was just for a short period of time. So then I was fine. It was like I accepted it, you know. But it wasn't, of course, Mm -hmm. until the most brutal death of my son. Um, It shook me to my core. So it was like those other deaths and significant loved ones and family members and friends, those were just like hairline fractures. But with Adam, it was like Mm. like I was severed in half, right? So it took me on a journey of looking for him, searching for him when he mm-hmm. was there all along. I just didn't know that because of my belief system. Mm-hmm. Right. I didn't understand how I guess I was so limited and so boxed in when I really thought I mm-hmm. was really open-minded. You know, I, I, I consider myself yeah. open-minded, but I really wasn't right? as opposed to because I knew it was going on all around me. I believed in afterlife communication. I loved following, you know, John Edward and, um, Sylvia Brown and Teresa Caputo and it was about a few weeks before Adam passed I had tickets to go to Teresa Caputo to her live gallery reading here in Houston Mm
1: -hmm. and
2: um, I had that experience of witnessing her giving these like this quick you know messages you know whether a one minute message or Mm -hmm. two minute message to different people random people and I thought how Mm -hmm. beautiful this was but yet I still had these I still had these mediums like on a pedestal that you had to like earn it, just like we do. Right. You know, my Catholic upbringing. You had right. to earn it. The yeah. priest could talk. Yeah. To God, to God, but I couldn't. Like I did. I had to right. somehow. You know what I mean? This whole high a hierarchy thing. So um, yeah. The night before Adam's accident, I had Teresa Caputo's book on my coffee table. But the night of his accident, actually. Cause we weren't notified until mm-hmm. the following mm-hmm. morning. And when all right. this I had finished it that night, we got the news at the at the door, I came running in the home and my husband was behind me. He came and kicked the coffee table and the only thing that fell off my coffee table was that book. It flipped over and it flipped to my feet cover up and her face, her big, you know, big black uh, hair smiling at me. And I just looked right. at it and I was like I in shock. I picked it up, I looked at my daughter's face, I looked at Teresa's face and I threw it into the kitchen. I said, "Oh my yeah. God, this is happening to me. This is happening yeah. to me." And then, of course, all you know, everything imploded in that in, in, at that moment. Um, and uh, we flew to Colorado because we wanted to bring his body back. But it was yeah. all divine. I, you know, I could see from the moment he passed, because even where we were taken, that his. His um, employer had lined up for the hotel for us to stay at in Colorado Springs. I had been there a few years before at that exact same hotel that he lined us up at mm-hmm. for a ice skating mm-hmm. competition that my daughter was in out of all the hotels in Colorado Springs. Right. So it, it was mean. all lining up. It was all lining up. And my yeah. granddaughter also, I didn't know this until about two days after he transitioned was that she drew a drawing in her kitchen a few hours before he passed, and she drew uh, six figures walking up a hill. There were two hills, and there were these um, birds and angels in the background, all pencil. And then we wow. got, got a text message, yeah, a text message from my granddaughter's mother um, about 48 hours after he passed, saying that she you know asked, asked her daughter what this picture of drawing was. Because she had just set it to the side on the table, and she said, "Oh, this is I'm walking Daddy up to heaven. That's Jesus,
0: because oh Jesus God. is on the
2: cross in this drawing." And she wasn't raised in a church, didn't attend church or Sunday school, so she didn't even have the belief she, system of Jesus being on Calvary Hill with the cross.
1: So all and they, these and that's the were most coming, pure right? from a child, right? Like yes, the, yeah, the, the, from the, the, the pure she's in pre-K. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, so, um,
2: I had all this coming in, but that's what I needed later, because, of course, the grief, as you know, it just takes you mm-hmm. over, and you just feel like you're just yeah. being like pulled pulled by the limbs apart mm-hmm. uh, and mm-hmm. um, and then, as things settled, i could feel I could just feel his presence, I felt his presence, even when we are at the hotel in Colorado, I went out to the pond behind the hotel because I knew there was a pond there since I'd been there before where the geese were mm-hmm. and sat there talking to Adam. I didn't hear him, mm-hmm. I didn't sense him, but I knew there was a sprinkle of his energy there, if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yes. I just like I was speaking yeah. to God. Okay. Yes. And so I poured my heart out at him towards him and um I just knew, but I felt somehow—I don't know—so limited. I, but I didn't know how mm-hmm. to break free of those limitations until um, a few months into the journey, I started searching for ways to to handle grief. Grief counseling. I was looking for um, more homeopathic and different ways of releasing grief because I took it on in my body physically. I was in so much physical right. pain within two or three days. Right. You know, hard to right. walk, and my lower yeah. back, my hamstrings, my hips, and That's I didn't so understand. That's severe grief was. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. And yeah. then um, going to doctors, and they were each telling me something different, you know. And then yeah. one doctor finally told me that I needed to get back into a routine and get and start enjoying things like I used to, because I was stuck in mm-hmm. the past. And that was just a couple months in, but it was like, yeah. Yeah, oh this really is the grief because I really thought I really strained. I physically did something. I wasn't even Mm -hmm. understanding that the physical and emotional was so strong within those hours. Uh, And so I came across Reiki treatment. So I thought out that. Mm -hmm. Never heard the word Reiki before, even though I was in the Mm -hmm. health and fitness industry my whole life. Never heard that term Mm -hmm. before. And then I found a practitioner close by within a few miles of my home. And had a couple mm-hmm. sessions, and I felt, oh my gosh, I'm feeling relief. There is something to mm-hmm. this. I need to know more about it. So my sister did some research, and she found that they were teaching um, adult classes, Reiki classes at the local college. And so we signed up, and I took all the courses, and then you know finished all the way through the master class. You know within like mm-hmm. that first year. Because I knew that right. Right, it was my opening to channeling. Because my Reiki master was an angel channeler, so uh, it yeah. kind of opened the door to connect that I needed to feel yeah. for him and how to feel and to mm-hmm. move that energy that I was holding holding on is in my body into my you know my mm-hmm. my root chakra that fear and my um, yes solar plexus and my sacral I was holding on to it so hard of course
1: yes. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So that's how that's, I got That's started. amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. That, and that's a really big, um, like, for anybody listening to this, too, if you're experiencing grief and you're experiencing pain, it kind of it relates to um, we have to be able to work through that to be able to release that grief because that energy is so strong. It affects our body. It's so strong that it makes it very difficult to be able to feel the subtleties of spirit, you know, to, to be able to get to mm-hmm. it. and you know, I'm I'm sure that um that was something that as that started to create awareness or you started to be able to feel Adam again, um, you know, a lot would make sense to you with how the body and how energy works. Like the having yeah, Reiki it, must have really helped open up all of that understanding it and with that yeah. The belief systems, yeah. That started to, to peel open at that time as well. mm mm-hmm. Right, because then yeah. it was like, oh, th- I had this belief about this. This isn't working
2: anymore. Why was I holding on to that belief? You know, it's kind of like opening up your closet right. door and saying, why are you holding on to the sweater from 14 years ago that hasn't fit? You know, was, <laughs> so you kind yeah, of like you're exactly. releasing. Yeah. And you're going through yeah. this process, but you don't, you know, you even know you need to go through the process until you have a bump in the road, right? right. And the universe wakes you up right. somehow, uh, Whether whatever the grief. It could be, you know, loss of job. Um, a loss of a past. Yeah. It could be uh, multiple ways. So this right. is a part of this great awakening and I see I see how it's all worked out for me. Right. And it's been a long and process. But it's just I love synchronicity. You know that.
1: I love synchronicities <laughs> well, of yes, everything. we call you Sinky yeah. Sarah. You're Thinky <laughs> yeah, Sarah. I love You've it. Got the, I love, you, the, yeah. the synchronicities and and like just you'd mentioned that just having that even beginning with going to Colorado and staying in that hotel. And can you explain to us how you started to, because like, I mean, guys, Sarah has synchronicities that will blow your mind. Okay. Like if, and, and she will tell you if you pay attention, if you really pay attention to the synchronicities. They will come, and you will have they so will much come. validation from the universe around you. Yes. And, Sarah, maybe you could tell us a little bit about that, too, because that is just what what you experience. It, it blows my mind. It's so cool how much validation you get from spirit. I didn't
2: even know what synchronicity even was until, you know, I mean, I had those synchronicities. Now looking back as a child, I remember like manifesting different things or the synchronicity. I remember even when I was like six or seven, our neighbors had a driveway that was full of rocks. And I would always look for the clear rocks. I'd never seen a clear rock. I didn't know what it meant. I could have cared less. But I thought the clearest ones, and they're still kind of milky, were the special ones. And I would rub on them. I yes. would hold, on, hold them and rub on them as a kid.
1: Oh, and I how remember cool with my is that? girlfriend
2: washing it in my little bathroom sink, you know, and putting clear nail polish on it huh. and saying a wish. Wow. That I wanted to dress like Cinderella. I wanted a Cinderella dress. Okay. Because, you know, I knew that that wasn't going to happen, but that was my dream. You know, right. I love to visualize right. as a kid. That's my strongest. Yes. And it wasn't two weeks yeah. later, my sister came home from college and she was going through taking, Go, you know, kind of pulling through her closet to get rid of things. And she said, Here, if you want my prom dress, you can have it because she's the oldest, I'm the youngest. And it was a light blue yeah. and white prom dress, strapless prom dress. You know, it's a big, full from the late 60s. And it was like, for me, it was full length. So it was like, Oh my gosh, I, I didn't even correlate that until after Adam passed of how those little things throughout yeah. my whole life happened. Um, of course, that just put me on a path wanting to know about crystals, you know, and different things like that, too. Um, oh, so if you course. can look, yeah. yeah, when you can look it kind of, like, notice the dots. It's not that you search for them. It's just when you are more clear-headed and you have those moments of peace, whether learning this through meditation or being in nature or even doing guided meditations or getting back to doing um, crafts or something with your hands, some type of handwork, mm-hmm. it'll open mm-hmm. that space for clarity so you can see how things are happening for you and connecting those synchronicities throughout your whole life that got mm-hmm. you to today. Mm-hmm. And then you see mm-hmm. how powerful our thoughts are. So then you're like, that's- oh, my gosh. You can go either way. Like if you can go, you know, you're going to manifest and bring in more of the negative news or anything like that because that's what you're focused on that's too, right. of course. Yeah. So whatever that's you're focused right. on, you're going to get more of like a magnet. You know to reinforce your That's beliefs exactly so you right. gotta switch your beliefs and clear them up the best you can and you know and not feel That's guilty right. about it and let go of that Catholic guilt along the way um so even just before we That's started right. you know my husband turned on the TV and I went to go turn it off the news I said I'm gonna put it on something else so I'm cooking dinner and I, he had it on whatever channel and I looked I turned the guide on and two channels down was uh the the end of the series of Adam 12 and then following that on the same channel, channel was Adam's family. Right, so there you go. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> it's constant. And we had so like much fun. You can't make it up.
1: Just like Tracy's computer said. can't make it can't up. You can't make constant. this
2: shit up. <laughs> it's just constant and chronic how you see everything is a synchronistic moment. Every moment is a yeah. manifestation or we, would have, or we would exit. We'd leave. That's right. So we've manifested another That's moment right. of life. Right. That's right. For all for and um, we move higher that from purpose. that present
1: moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, so and when we're you were talking about moments. doing things with our with our hands and that that these are all things that help bring us to the present moment. And being yes. in the present moment allows us to be able to see these things because when we're in our past or we're in our future, we're missing that we miss those subtleties and spirits in the present moment with us. Our, our manifestations, all of those things, are in the present moment. So it's, a, yeah. it's and fascinating and and so you also um so like with your group so I want to ask about this too because sure. um so doing grief differently with Sarah and Adam which is my favorite my favorite I mean I I get so much inspiration and everything that you can <laughs> to is always in line with something that's going on in my life and I'm sure many people that Isn't are that part cool? of your group yeah. <laughs> It's very cool. It's mm-hmm. very cool. And, guys, we've got the, the, all the links and everything of how to find Sarah, and which we'll, we'll make sure we do at the end too, but the Facebook group and all of that is in the description. And so make sure that you check that out. If you're not a member, you need to be, because the, the inspiration and the interviews and all of the things that come out are so on point and really do, when you talk about manifestation, Thinky Sarah has it like right to a T. And it, oh, it is, um, it's a journey. It's a journey being part of this group as well. And it's also, I mean, she's a healer and you know, what What better guide to have working with you than your son. And I know yeah, just right? from experiencing watching Elisa with Eric and the journey that they're on this new embarkment that they're on with the scalar work and the healing, it's a beautiful thing to have that connection and to be able to grow your relationship to new levels. And I'm sure Mm -hmm. you could say like your relationship has changed now that he's not as physical, Mm -hmm. you're experiencing him in a very different way. And so tell me about, or tell us all about how, how did the group come about? So how, when you started to recognize that Ad was giving you signs, you knew that he was there. How did that start to relate after you were doing Reiki into communicating more with him and into doing the group? Okay. So starting
2: out with, um, I had gone to, before I met Elisa, I was searching for Mm -hmm. different workshops and different things and following, and I wanted to get on, you know, I wasn't even into blogs yet or any of that stuff, but I was, um, Mm -hmm. I came, I wanted to join the email list for some of the big mediums like I said only, I thought there were only certain mediums you know out there so mm-hmm. I joined uh, the James Van Prague, you know email list and mm-hmm. um, to sign up it comes up on that little box to prove that you're not a robot it comes up with all the swirly right. letters and numbers you know to prove and you've got to hurry mm-hmm. up and you've got to put your glasses on to try to figure out what it says yeah and <laughs> type it in yeah. mine came up yeah and as, as S-O-N just three letters <gasps> normally comes up like a mix of numbers and letters mine came up s-o-n nice. straight perfect like perfect font and i was just yeah. like i i i thought i was going to vomit i was just like my body was buzzing i stood there at the laptop mm-hmm. staring at it i was afraid to get my phone yeah. to take an image because i i thought i was losing my mind for you know those you know how yeah. when you have these big moments you feel like where am i yeah. What day is it? Yes. You know, those kind of moments. Yes. And I'm just yes. staring at yes. it going, holy crap. And so I yeah. said, I'm supposed to sign up for this workshop. So when I did the workshop, um, m- meanwhile, I, Elisa on her, her blog site was doing a contest. People were asking, um, use your intuitive knowing to figure out what was um, Eric's favorite subject in high school. Well, and I just said, well, right. it's got to be physics. Well, it's got to be physics to go with this. So I emailed her and I want a book. I want her book. Okay. <laughs> um, and so yeah. <laughs> my, my son in the afterlife book. And so she had it. She was going to mail it to me and she had a friend named Amy. Mm-hmm. My daughter's name is Amy who was going to be in my area. Okay. So I met Amy and yeah. got the book from her. But I went to the workshop yeah. soon after that and we practiced, did practice readings. It's like cold readings in a group of a couple hundred people. Uh, in a unity church yep. downtown, and I was like, there is something to this. I can do these messages. What is this? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was like being around like-minded people,
1: good-feeling
2: mm-hmm. energy, that, that everybody was mm-hmm. out, out with the same purpose, wanting to connect more fully, to feel more whole. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was the best weekend ever because I was getting messages from strangers from Adam. So we're all just
1: practicing wow. like
2: every 15 minutes you had to switch partners. You had to walk around like it's like you were a zombie and like the music would stop and whoever was in front of you is who you're going to be your next partner kind of thing. Um, wow. And I said, there is something to this. I was in complete yeah. shock, but it so shifted my energy that I was looking forward to life. You know, yeah. now when I left, of course, you know how you after a, some type of fun weekend, you then you come down off the high.
0: Right. And you're back in reality
2: right. again. So I mm-hmm. knew that there was more to this with the intuitive knowing and the messages. So I started um, focusing on channeling archangels and the saints and the masters, because that who my Reiki master was really into channeling. Right. Uh, so. Yeah. And she did automatic writing too, besides you know verbal channeling. Mm-hmm. So I thought this is my path. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to follow this. So. I tried all different my own games of figuring out things and then I opened up to it because being Catholic same thing fear based thinking oh well this is scary stuff should I be scared of this right, you know? right. but I knew it was my yeah. calling but I felt going through Jesus I was safe <laughs> and that's how yeah. I really know yeah. I figured it out for me right um, and then I And yeah, everybody's so got to have
1: their their thing right to yeah, to get through that fear no a lot of people do have it so if that's what you need but that's what you know cuz we know that you know it's it's safe we know that that you know fear is something that will create other experiences for us but sometimes we have to walk through that connection of what makes us feel safe and if that you
0: mm-hmm. know Jesus
1: the angels then that's your path the way you do it so that's that's pretty interesting
0: yeah
1: and the the funny thing is
2: i could hear adam but somehow i felt i needed to check in with jesus first because I knew Adam and Eric might trick me. Isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah. I think that I was trying yeah. to rationalize it that way. It was very hard <laughs> to, in that first couple of years to have one foot walking yeah. in the spirit realms and one foot on, um, you know, on Earth. Mm-hmm. It was yeah. very difficult to yeah. learn that balance because you go up and down right. grief. You know, the world brings yes. you down the grief, and then your all yeah. you know, your triggers. But um, so then I saw yeah. I started giving. Um, that's when we had the Channeling Eric um, mediums website had just started. Mm-hmm. That was the end of 15, the fall of 15. Yep. So uh, um, I went on as a a Reiki master um, angel channeler like that with intuitive messages. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, because I was so scared mm-hmm. to come out even as a practicing medium because, you know, that's part of right. the whole thing. You got to, you got to come out. Of right. Closet, that's right. right. And, and that was, part of my big part of my journey is coming out because not everyone was on board in my life with this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. They thought it was, I was just going nuts with grief. Um, And then. um,
1: Yeah. And maybe talk about that that for a second too, because Mm -hmm. that's, yeah, that's a big one because um, a lot of people uh, resonate with you and, and agree that it's one thing when we're walking through that path ourselves. You know, and if you're experiencing grief and you're you're in that one foot in one world, one foot in the other world, and then how do you walk with that with people that, you know, and I'm sure said, okay, well, Sarah, you're just, you're in a lot of grief. You just want it to be that way. So what yeah. would you say? Mm-hmm. How 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 could somebody help themselves to kind of bridge that, to get through that? Uh, well, I did spend a
2: lot of alone time because I realized, when my friends started like, you know, falling away, that I needed yeah. the alone time versus yeah. I needed people outside me so I could share these stories and they had to, I, I wanted them to validate it. And that's not what you need when you're on this journey. You've got to feel that's that confidence right. within first. And that's really a that's tough, right. tough thing because we've all been raised where the teachers tell us if we're doing a good job, you know, with our great yes. conduct, everyone outside has always told yes. us in our generations. You know, and yep. um always been, like, conditioned, you know, or in conditional yep. love. So I knew That's that right. was part of it. You talk about being difficult. That was probably the most difficult because you think you are losing yeah. it when you're going through your awakening. Yep. And so yep. looking for spiritual groups, not necessarily your friends or trying to bring your family and friends in on the same path as you because we're all on, you know, different journeys. Yeah. That um, we want to, we want to take those same people because that's all we know. And so this is all the the unknown territory is very scary. So looking for groups. And when I came across that Reiki class, I knew it was meant to be. I knew it was meant to be. So I had brand new friends, brand new circles that were all around pockets all around me that I didn't know even existed. So when people say, oh, there's no groups, (laughs) there are, it's just a lot of people behind closed doors.
1: So true, so true, because it's very difficult. To I mean, and look, look at us with the, the power of the internet, you know, there's, you know, a lot of people tell the internet is, is not good, or it's, it, and so yeah, there's things about the internet that can be, but when we think about the connection, and like here I am way over in Canada, and many of my good friends are in Texas and across the ocean. And, you know, and and how beautiful is that to be able to connect and find your like minds? And, and the way Eric has always said it is your soul tribe. A lot of us are finding our soul right. tribe through this path. Right.
2: Exactly. And you don't yes, even know that's, that's
1: definitely, definitely
2: happening. You know, yeah. Like meeting, you know, with Eric, and it was like, and Eric says, oh, well, you know, I'm your guide. And I was like, what? What? Because I couldn't, you know, your mind is saying, wait a minute. He passed before Adam you know you, you, yeah. you're logically trying to figure this whole thing out and then it's like oh exactly then I loved exploring past lives and how we're all connected here and how we were supposed to meet and work through our own issues and um I call them yeah. issues because they sure feel like issues don't they um yeah it, but it's, <laughs> yeah. It really get being involved in other groups um I was a sponge too in the first six months I was because I wasn't ready really to go out to restaurants or go out places with just everyday people. Yeah. The energy was too much for me and I was always running into someone and you had yeah. them. So that was difficult too. But yeah. so I um, yeah. Yeah. checked out every possible book I could through our Barbara yeah. Bush library down the road and um yeah. started just researching on my own and it kept opening another path and another door for me just to go check out. Yeah. And that was just – I still think it's absolutely fascinating because our truths keep expanding, and we just keep going deeper down the rabbit hole.
1: So true. So true. And Mm -hmm. and that's a really good point to to bring that up, too, because, you know, um, you may be listening to this thinking, okay, well, I'm not sure where I'm being guided, or what do I do next? And what you just said about following the books and, and just following each little hit, which brings more information, which opens up another little line or connection in the mind, in the heart, in the body. It's it's like following this path of golden breadcrumbs. And we yeah. don't always know what exactly is ahead. We don't always know why we're being drawn to something. But it's when we have that commitment to growth, that commitment to discovery, and And the heart, that heart connection, it will just keep driving. And the learning never stops. The only time the learning stops is when you stop. But the learning never stops. It doesn't matter what stage you're listening to any of us do this work. We never stop growing. We're always learning. We're always uh, reinventing ourselves, growing Mm -hmm. our abilities, um, learning through our experiences in life. For instance, we just get used to patterns we get used to how to recognize things we get used mm-hmm. to a, a communication but it kind of seems like i don't know about you sarah but it seems like when you get used to something you get comfortable and uh, the rug <laughs> gets pulled a little bit from underneath of you and that little and, punch. You're, like, <laughs> and you're like ah it I is, again? it's scary
2: because um and what adam's you know his his life and death has taught me to you know, is resiliency, obviously, but to learn to be more flexible and less regimented. I didn't think I was regimented in my life before he passed, but looking back, I was because I've always yeah. been an easygoing yeah. person, always have. I've always been positive, right. but you know what? Yeah. I look back now and it's like, whoa, I wanted things a certain yeah. way because it's a control makes you feel comfortable and no different than That's what right. we, we plan out our our yearly schedule kind of like you know when your holidays yeah. or vacation days etc cetera, etc cetera. Yeah. and then something happens right. which covid was a gift for everyone this past year is to be more present yes. and to kind of be that's with right. themselves really get in there and that's figure right. out what they do and don't like because that's the only way you can uh, manifest what more of what you do want is by having contrast um but so with right. adam you know, learning about different lives I've had with him, that was more, a huge catalyst for me because then I didn't have to take take it. It's almost like I had, didn't have the soul, soul, soul ownership over him because he's had multiple lives and mo- we've had multiple journeys together. So not that he's still yeah. not my son, he's just more, just like right. all of us are.
0: Everyone is. Right. That's you know? Right so that's I had right.
2: to kind of restructure um, and rebuild and strengthen that relationship with them on my part. It was already there in, in the ethers that I was already there. But for me, mm-hmm. I needed to have it um, strong enough where I didn't wobble anymore. Yes. You know, where well, one day he's gone, next day he's here. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, and that's yes. where grief yes. can be a roller coaster because you start that's doubting. Right. And you go back to old yeah. patterns of thought, which is belief, and then you go, "Oh my goodness, this has rattled me to my core, so I can rebuild my life." Yeah, and um, that's right. If you're listening to this, you already know that you're a light worker of some form, or you wouldn't be listening to the show. So that's you already exactly know right. you have some type of calling. And figuring That's out fine. what you're calling is, like you said, Michelle, you follow those little nuggets and it will take you to more. No different. Mm-hmm. If you went into the mall, you're going to follow your passion and go where you want to go. You follow those little leads. That's right. And yep. then you you bump off of it, you know. It's almost like a pinball machine. You bump off of that and go to something else. And so you're exploring so and getting out of that, that lower density because to connect you yep. need to be in those higher vibrations, those higher so radio waves, if so you want to call it. Yeah, and so it so, is a journey um, of learning more about yourself, learning more about the universe, um, and different truths and understandings, and finding out that there is, life is eternal, always has been, always will be, mm-hmm. and that um, and it, working it's, through it's your fears. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, there's a beautiful example uh, that that you have led for so many people, and in your group as well. Um, I you also have a lot of interviews that you will do. And something yeah. that Adam and, and Eric have in common is they will bring in many different spirits. And but you've got a really beautiful way of bringing in different um celebrities. And can you just talk a little bit about like how how sure. does that happen for you? How is that process for you? Well, what started was because I didn't
2: know anything about any of this, but then when I got involved that, you know, about eight months after Adam passed, um, after going to the Van Praal workshop and to break here or whatever, then mm-hmm. I started listening to Jamie Butler on Channeling Eric, and it was like, mm-hmm. why would yeah. I do that? <laughs> no yep. You no huge question. She can do what I can do yep. in that approach. Uh, That's you know, and, um, and so I was like, okay. So we got to the point of doing a group. I knew I was going to be doing more, but, you know, the same thing, the unknown, scary, putting yourself out there, um, yeah. using your name, right, instead <laughs> of some kind yep. of... Uh, you know, uh, having behind the closed doors. Uh, and, of course, yeah. I still keep the group closed because obviously per, people put their personal information about their grief and everything in the, For sure. in the, in the, yeah. in the group. But um, I right. wanted to start it about a year prior, before I even started it. I started in March of 2018. It took me a year mm-hmm. to really work through my worries, fears, concerns, because mm-hmm. this, I, I felt like I was doing it solo. I wasn't. Adam was going to be there with me, but that right. my name's on it. Oh, my gosh. And I That's am right. all about being dependable and um, always being present. So I didn't want to be start one and then stop it and start it, and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, right, and then, right. So, and I was most of my friends who are on, have their own shows or whatever, they most of them have, you know, a partner in crime with them or someone else, another, right. another person yeah. and body. But, you yeah. know, that kept getting pushed mm-hmm. to do it. So finally he did. With a couple of good friends kind of pushed me out there and said, just do it. I had no idea, and I do know that part of my journey was to be able to articulate and to write and to express yeah. myself in words more openly because that was part of my journey over at the block throat chakra and holding on to a lot of the issues from my childhood. So what better right. way to push me to do the, the most thing I feared was coming out and to write and to speak publicly. So um wow. it took a long time because as you know when you're channeling you just write. There is no grammar check or anything. Yes. You just go, right? That's right. <laughs> you just
1: go. Yeah. Yep. So, it's totally yeah.
2: Um, and it might not even make sense. And then we got spell check, of course, on all, you know, on all our technology. So it might not even be the right yeah. word that comes through. But um, yeah. so when the celebrities, I said, you know, I just want to have conversations with different celebrities because it helps. Yeah. Because, you know, society has taught us we put them on the pedestal. They're no different than yeah. us. I but pray. they're manifestors that, you know, they're, or they're, they're – yeah. um, they know how to focus on what they do want, and that's how they've achieved different things and different statuses, okay? That's right. So it's like I can yeah. learn from this. And whoever Adam helps to bring through, whoever maybe was someone that I had a huge crush on growing up or whatever, I'll mm-hmm. bring them through and have just a conversation, nothing serious, but to show yeah. how we are all one. Yeah. You know that we all have and our And you issues.
1: bring in dreams so well. Like oh, that, all the interviews—they are so um, you can really feel the tone of them and the the quality of the questions that you ask and how deep it goes. And you know, another thing, like Erica's just reminding me right here that another reason, you know, and such a good point that you say, they're celebrities in the human life but they are no different Mm -hmm. than any one of us. And so it's sometimes hard for some people to get it past, like, well, why would a celebrity come to you? Well, why not? Right. And second
2: of
1: all, Eric is saying, they have, um, you know, a lot of people in the collective that have focused energy on them. So as they are in spirit, it's like that creates a nice open pathway. And just like you said, they, they been manifestors they've been out in the public they have a very creative side to them which is easier to connect with I find a lot of them oh yeah Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um so I mean all of those things said you know it's it's an amazing thing to learn from and it allows us to get this little sneak peek into a life that we've seen from a human perspective and we can all learn something from what they've right. experienced, because we all know that many celebrities have not lived the most perfect life. I mean, who of us really do? Right. But you know, often very publicly, they've experienced things that that are very difficult. And yeah. so to have that perspective and what they've gone through, there's so much teaching and value in that. Hmm. And to know that, and it
2: brings us back to our own personal self worth. So whenever these conversations and, that I, you know, that. You know, because some of them, I just type as you know, as it's coming through. You know, it's two or three-way conversation, but it it's, it's mm-hmm. all comes down to our own, boils down to our own self-love, self-worth. Almost everything does, and you know, and
0: mm-hmm. and it
2: takes you back to your roots and to understand how most of our childhood, well, actually, probably up to the age of seven, is really, really formed on how our life has been, um, and then that we That's can right. kind of dig in and see how we can relate and how. You know, how we can change it. How can we transmute those energies of our hurts and traumas and struggles into something positive, more peaceful, um, and freeing in our physical body, okay, and that's through our emotions. Mm -hmm. And to see that we Mm -hmm. each have a calling, whether this is just to be able to walk out on the sidewalk and not fear anything and to smile at your neighbors, whatever that may be is to free up yeah. on patterns, um, ancestral healing, all different things, past life traumas that may be leaking into this life. So you don't know where your phobias are coming from. Um, and it's just like you gain this um, empowerment of like, oh, you know, if someone like a celebrity calls me by my name when I'm talking to them, it's like, me? Like, how do they know me? But it's, it just takes you on this whole nother journey of understanding yeah. that, uh, I might so not cool. be able to it's talk so to memorable. Rush Limbaugh on the radio, but I can talk to him after he dies.
1: You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. It's, it's it's been just so fascinating. So and, like, again, guys, if you have not joined her group and checked out Sarah and Adam Doing Grief Differ- Differently with Adam and Sarah is on Facebook. Um, and, um, the The link is in the description that we have here. And, Sarah, how can people connect with you for readings, and mm-hmm. you also do healings as well. I know you're an awesome mm-hmm. healer. And, and, I think and sometimes we'll put out dreams. free healing, yeah. too, And past life readings. Yeah, that's and, right. And your mm-hmm. site, site is SarahKajawa.com. Sarah 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 yes. Yep, and all information. there. And that's underneath here, too. And so, guys, what we're going to do, we've got about 15 minutes left. Next week, we're going to be doing an all-callers show. We've got Denise Ramon on with us next week, our, our common good friend, um, Sarah and mm-hmm. I, and uh, she's going to be on next week and doing some channeling with Eric as well. But so for the last few minutes, we're going to bring some callers on, and we're hoping that Sarah and Adam, and Adam, I didn't even address you. Thank you so much for being here tonight. <laughs> I'm sure that you and Eric had something to do with hooking this up. I, obviously, you did. So thank you for for (laughs) hooking us up together. And uh, if you guys would stay with us, and we'll bring some callers in. Um, Eric is also addressing, I didn't get a chance to say in the beginning, but he's blowing kisses to everybody. Um, He's been listening intently, and him and and I have been uh, buddied up here together. And I crossed my fingers that there was going to be no messing around with the equipment tonight or anything and so far so good. So <laughs> I was hoping they wouldn't mess with me. So we'll bring on the first caller and Sarah and Ad, are you ready to take some callers? Sure, sure. Let's go for it. Okay. All right. So the first caller that we have is area code five six one two five two and uh four zero five one and hello, you're on the air. Hi ladies. Uh thank you for uh, Hi. for the space that Hi. you're creating tonight and we miss elisa terribly yes, yes yeah we're sending her her our love for sure she needs a night off she needs a night no off. i'm i agree, I agree. Yeah, she, yeah. yes yes so i hope and she's and getting the rest all she does. needs tonight yes we sure do yes. what can we do for you tonight we've got adam and eric here with sarah and i and uh how awesome. can we help you tonight
0: Awesome. Um, In this, you know, in these trying times, I'm really concerned about my job um, and my boss and where I'm heading in this position. Anything that you can tell me, I'd love, appreciate it.
2: Sure, let's see. Um,
1: Sarah, you got anything there?
0: Yeah, I'm feeling it. are you concerned there's
2: something regarding with um, you're having some fear because I can feel it in like in your root chakra because you're concerned too regarding, um, you know, income, pay, uh, the future. So something regarding the abundance too. Yeah, I can feel that. Um, Because I like to kind of like scan just your chakras. That's my way of kind of like digging in there first. Um, So regarding abundance. And it feels like we talked about abundance um, and manifesting. It feels like there's something coming in the next two to three. So I don't know if this is two to three weeks, two to three months. Michelle, what are you picking up on that?
1: Well, I was just getting, um, Eric was just talking about um, uh, focusing because he says that there's a little bit of uncertainty. And sometimes uncertainty and fear can create this pattern, like a circular pattern in your energy field. And so he says to to really be looking at what it is that you really would like to do because there's some opportunity that's going to come forward for you that may look like it's something that's you're not too sure about, um, something that you're not sure if it would be the best thing for you because Eric's saying to to be clear on what it is that you want, but don't be afraid to take an opportunity that might seem out of your normal realm of doing things. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So okay. for, is that within my
0: job or, like, outside of my job? My
1: current.
2: Um, Prospect. I heard
1: prospect. Yeah, it it could be connected to that job. It could be like there might be something linked in there. Um, The other thing, too, that I'll I'll just add is that I'm also getting, um, Eric's talking about the compassion for yourself, too, to be easy on yourself. Because he says that um, this all goes hand in hand with abundance. And when we are... Hard on ourselves, or you know, put a lot of pressure, or expectation on ourselves, that that can create a block energetically. Because he's really giving the, um, like, loosen up the reins on yourself to allow that energy to flow mm-hmm. to help bring everything in a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. He says, be soft on yourself, be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And also regarding so, um, uh,
2: tapping on abundance, have you done um, EFT tapping before? No. Okay, so look on YouTube. There's mo- many wonderful, amazing um, tapping instructors out there, and it's just moving the energy yeah. um, through tapping your meridians, okay? And so you, yeah. can, you can call it EFT or tapping, but tapping for abundance. You can even Google just on YouTube tapping for abundance,
1: yeah. and it'll help move
2: that energy and opens up pockets so you can manifest easier of what you do want. And you'll want. feel that, too. Because it feels like there's some mm-hmm. fear binding, so you can release that fear. I'll open it wide right up.
0: hmm mm-hmm. Okay.
1: okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Thank All right. So Thanks much, for calling ladies. in Thank to you. me. You're welcome. All right.
0: Take, take care.
1: Okay. Bye-bye.
0: All right. Bye-bye. All
1: right. Now we have area code three o three eight zero nine. You are on the air with Sarah, Adam, Michelle, and Eric. Hello. Area code three o three. Yes. Hi, are you there? Hi, what's the name? Yeah. Hi. We're here. Uh, my name is Hi.
0: Peggy. Hi. Hi, Peggy. Where um, are you from? I'm from Brighton, Colorado. I know Colorado. I know Sarah. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Peggy. Hi. <laughs> um so um I have a question for Eric. He he is my spirit guide, but there's times when you can't hear your spirit guide or he wants me to dig a little deeper. And I'm a walk-in, and so I'm just, like, wondering, and I've been a walk-in since 11-11 of 2012. I'm just mm-hmm. wondering, like, what am I here for? I'm just, mm-hmm. like, I, I feel like I'm going to run. I'm waiting on disability. I'm waiting on, to move out of my brothers. It's just been, like, a struggle. Okay, well, first I heard is compassion and self-compassion.
2: That's the first two things I heard, mm-hmm. compassion okay. and self-compassion. Mm-hmm because of your struggles, you know, and to know that you're also serving a, pers- a purpose living with your brother. But it might feel like it's a hindrance, but it feels like it's serving a purpose right, <laughs> right. now temporarily. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, is there some, um, some fears around um, – it feels like there's some energy around where you're living that it doesn't feel comfortable, and that's another reason you want to move out? Yes. Okay. Yes. So um, – Let's look at that. Moving that fear out so it kind of clears that pathway, so you can get the heck out of there. Does that make sense?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So it feels like there's something in there regarding that relationship you have of um ooh, male dominant.
0: Yeah, my brother. Is that right? Okay, so it is yeah, brother. Peggy's brother. So right. Right? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm, Peggy's brother. I'm not okay. really. He's not really my brother. <laughs> okay. Okay. So yes, yeah, correct.
2: But he's. He is there to help you work through some patterns and beliefs um, mm-hmm. and fears. So it's kind of like that's where Eric probably wants you to dig in. Yes, dig in and kind of look at those okay. fears. What is this bringing up? Traumas, different things. Um, and so you don't activate them into the future life. You want to clear them and move that energy out to free you sure. so you can free yourself from this home.
0: Okay. Does that help?
2: Yes.
1: Yes, it does.
0: Good, good, good. That's yeah, perfect.
1: perfect. Here's the yeah. the lesson of um, the lesson of courage. It's it's the courage, like mm. finding inner strength, right now to face that fear, to to be able to face it, and to be able to um, finding courage within yourself is part mm-hmm. of what the sole lesson that you're learning right now. And so Eric is there to help you with that, and he says to listen to your body um, because a lot of times when fear gets into the mind or, you know, the, the thoughts start going, we're not going to hear them in that way. So he's saying to listen to your body, listen to gut right. Um because that's how you're going to hear him. And, I mean, of course, we've got Thinky Sarah on. Look for synchronicities. Ask questions and look for the synchronicities consistently practice them being present so that you're picking up on them because they're going to they're gonna come. You, th- this is a time of huge growth for you. So when you work through courage, um, it's like moving that out of the way, moved all of these other things out of the way, and you'll find that that path becomes a lot smoother, a lot easier. This is a, a big one for you, a nice big chunk of energy to move mm-hmm. out of the way.
2: And as you move it then you're gonna see how powerful and you can move forward. You know what I mean? Okay. So it feels like it keeps getting activated. The vibration of the fear or worries get activated. So you have to calm so I, them yeah. and um, heal
0: that. We've bad heads constantly, so yeah, I can I can see that and I can see where I need to move that. Out of the way. Try
2: journaling and see what comes up. Journaling. Bring Eric in and do automatic writing with him. Oh, I do automatic writing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And have it come and just say,
2: Eric, what is this? And you're going to go. You know, you might get these aha epiphanies, and then you're moving that energy so you can have more
0: aha epiphanies. Yeah, that'll be awesome. True. I do that anyway. So, okay. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, take care of yourself.
1: Thank you so much for calling in tonight. Thank you. All right. right. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. bye So I think we've got, we're down to five minutes, so we'll take one more caller real quick. Um, let's do area code 516. And area code 516, so you're on the line with us. What's your name? Where are you from? We've got only four minutes, so we'll see if we can make this one quick. Hello? Oh, well, it looks like they may have dropped off. Okay. We'll try one more here. We've got that one dropped off. Area code 847.
0: Uh-oh. Hello?
1: Uh-oh. Area code 847. Hi. We've got like yes. four minutes left. See if we make it quick. Who we got on the line? Where are you from? Uh, my
0: name's Donna from Illinois. Hi Donna. Donna from Illinois. Hi. Hi. Okay, What's I'll the question real fast. Um, I have a little bit okay. of confusion between uh, about the COVID shot. Jesus says, get in the back of the line because it's not the shots aren't vetted right. But Eric is saying, Oh no, they're fine, go ahead and take it. I was wondering if they could just duke it out real quick and kind of clear the air for me <laughs> it's
1: a little confusing. Okay. Michelle, you wanna take it or you want me to take it or do time? Sure.
0: Well,
1: uh, I'll tell you, no, this is one that's kind of hard to wrap up in three minutes. Yep. But I'm yep, going to yep, say yep, something right. to you. Um, I'm going to give you the, the quickest answer. Eric says like the, um, you know, like the cliff notes to it. Okay. The thing is, is that um, both answers are correct because uh-huh. we're, this is not a black and white answer, all right? Okay. Um, the the COVID shots are, Eric says to go for the path of least resistance because what's right for one person is not going to be right for another. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different elements to this. You have to remember that we're dealing with different timelines. We're also dealing with every person has a sole contract. They have certain experiences that they're having based on the decisions that they make. And so the most important thing you could do for yourself is to be able to feel yourself what's right for you and look at where the resistance is. If you have a yes, lot yes. of resistance in not taking the vaccine, if there's so much fear there for you in not taking it, well, then that fear is going to create more of a problem for you. Um, yeah, see, it, I wasn't, if,
0: afraid,
1: if, I wasn't <laughs> afraid to take
0: the I, I didn't want to take the vaccine, but then, of course, my husband and I got the COVID and I have a lot of underlying issues and I'm like, well, now okay. I guess I got to take the vaccine. You know,
2: mm-hmm. that's well, where what that I came getting, from. What I'm getting from Adam is to muscle test. Learn muscle testing. There's multiple YouTube videos out there and lots of, lots of yeah. websites on muscle testing. This is so because your body won't lie, but your head will get in the way and your uh, ears will get in the way. So learning okay. muscle testing. And you can use that for supplements. You can use this for. Food
1: allergies. Hey, Donna, Sarah, so. I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna cut you guys okay. off here because we're just about to go off the show. I just want to say real quick, thank you so much, Sarah and Adam, for joining us. Make sure you guys join thank Doing Great so Differently. SarahKajawa.com. Also, Elisa's com and me, Michelle Gray, at TheHealingHeart.com. All the information is below. Thank you guys so much for coming out tonight for spending this time with us. Elisa, we love you so much. We hope you feel yep. better. And for all those that we didn't get to tonight, please call in next week for an all-caller show. Good night, and we love you. Good thank night, you. Sarah. I love you. I love
0: you. Thank, thank you, everyone. Good Bye. night. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye-bye. 18 plus.